Hey, 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 welcome to our new groundbreaking 12-week live podcast series that delves deep into the heart of the hairdressing world, promising to change the way you view you and your salon experience forever. Hosted by the dynamic duo, myself and Mariana, two seasoned hairstylists with the passion for innovation and authenticity. This podcast is your guide to unlocking the power of change from the inside out. With candid live discussions, expert insights, and a touch of humor, myself and Mariana create a safe and inspiring space for listeners to embrace change, boost their self-esteem, and unlock their true potential. Are you ready to step into a world of hairdressing that's more than just a service, but a path to personal growth and empowerment? Join me and Mariana on this new series and be part of the movement that's changing the hair industry from the inside out. Your journey to renew confidence and self-discovery starts here. So this is a 12-part series, and we're finally at part 12. So episode 12 is ethos. Ethos is the bedrock of character and credibility, the moral compass that guides our actions and shapes our integrity. It is a silent force that underpins trust and respect, woven into the very fibers of our ethical identity. In a world where authenticity is a rare gem, ethos is the jewel that sparkles with the unwavering honesty and commitment to noble values. It is the hands that extends itself to an unspoken promise, assuring others that one's word is their bond. Ethos is the foundation upon which leadership, influence, and authority are built a reminder that one's actions must echo principles they uphold. In the grander theater of life, ethos is the character that takes center stage, leaving an undeliable <clears throat> mark on the hearts and minds of the those who encounter it. It's the timeless beacon of virtue, urging us to always strive to the highest standard, and in doing so, leaving an enduring legacy of honor and trustworthiness. So let's get started. So in the comments, say if you're joining live or you're watching the replay, and also in the comments, say what are three words that come to mind when you think ethos. So we're going to get started. Um, so please feel free to comment, join the chat. Um, ask questions. So we're ready to go. So we're going to bring in our host, uh, Mariana Ibrahim, who you've seen for the last 12 weeks, uh, along with myself. So this is number 12 of the 12-part series. So we want to say again, uh, welcome, Mariana, and welcome everybody watching to make sure to say hi in the comments because we like to uh, pull you up and share and celebrate you. Don't worry, you don't have to talk or anything on <laughs> on camera. We just like to to bring up your 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 voice and be interactive because we love when people chat to us. So hey, so 12 parts. This is the last one. Can you believe it? No, I, <laughs> I really can't believe we're here. It felt like, you know, when we first had the conversation about 
um, doing this 12-part series, it was back in August, wasn't it, when mm. we had that conversation, I think. And here we are on the last episode of it. Um, and it's gone so fast, yeah. It's been so much fun having these conversations every Monday morning with everybody and um, with ourselves mostly because that's yeah. what happens when we're chatting. We just get lost in conversation about beyond the world of hairdressing. And here we are, number 12 at Ethos. Exactly. And Sharon, who's been on a few a few episodes. We love you, Sharon, and thank you for joining us. And as I say, we'd like to just pop you up and say, you know, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for being part of it and, and growing with holistic movement and, and embracing holistic practices in your own salon as well. Yeah, here we are at Ethos. You know, the beginning and the end, I call it, Ethos. Because it's like we had to have gone through everything that we went through in the last 12 weeks to actually get to this point where you can really fundamentally really see the transformation and cultivate your ethos and what your value system really is that you're going to put in place. So today's a really big conversation, a deep conversation. They've all been deep. We say this every week. It's another deep conversation. But we don't do fluff. You know, we don't do fluff. We get to the nitty gritty. We we're you know, right there. And I think that's what people want to hear. People don't want to hear general chatter and they they really want stuff they can implement stuff they can put into practice stuff they can really think about like have their mind really think about and who they as we say and one theme we've had in every show is what is your authenticity and two what are your boundaries and that kind of is carried through every single episode even though each episode has been on something different but today our deep dive our juicy deep dive is on ethos so i'll give it to mariana so she can jump right into ethos and and uh you know and how to put all these 12 together before we get into ethos i just want to go back let's go back just a little bit and let's um reflect just very briefly on what we've actually moved through, reflect on the transformation that's actually occurred for you over the last 11 episodes now. And that is like, and reminding you that, you know, we moved through the first, the first conversation we had was the physical body and understanding how your body, your physical body actually communicates, feels, represents, um, um, shows up in where the ailments are, like actually paying attention to our physical body being hairdressers. This is a very important place to start with because a lot of hairdressers actually have a lot of issues with their physical body. And when we moved out of the physical body, we stepped into the sensory body and that was actually activating your five senses, awakening up to your first communication layer of how you, how your how your senses communicate to you and becoming aware of that language, you know, that finite language between the outside world and the inside world and how that actually moves you. So that's the second piece of transformation. The third piece of transformation was understanding your emotional body. This is the second communication layer. And I'm just going to we're going to go through this. I know this is tedious, but then you'll understand the transformation. It's the last episode, guys. So it's really important that we tie it all up. It's really important that we bring it together. And the emotional body is 
emotional. Um, the emotional body is, is, is the second communication layer in our system. It, it tells us what we're feeling, what, how we want to actually engage with what we're feeling, what emotions are rising, and how our external reality is informing again on another layer to our emotional landscape and what's activated within us, what we need to pay attention to. And then we moved into the energetic body, and that's understanding from those from the sensory, the physical, the sensory to the emotional, understanding how that actually communicates to the general world, to our outer world, how people perceive us. So, yeah, we, start, we started from the inside and we came out with the energetic body and understanding your energy. And then we moved into the psychology of hairdressing, sort of understanding now what it is that we're doing, like what the psychology of our business is all about. And we moved out of the psychology of hairdressing and into communication, which is something that hairdressers do 99% of the time is talk and understanding the language of communication. So we're starting to bring in the internal with the business and we're starting to mold it here and we're starting to fuse here and then we moved from that into inner states and that is like that was a really juicy conversation as well where we were talking about how we how we can identify our own inner state our own arousal state in our inner landscape and our clients and how to actually how to how to work with that the importance of understanding that arousal point and how what how, how to communicate to those different arousal points with ourselves, our staff, and our clients. And then we moved out of that and we jumped into our magic. Yeah, this is like we started tapping into what is your magic? What, what, what is your Claire? What is your magic? What do you bring to the table? What is natural for you? What is your authentic superpower? And we jumped from that into rites of passage, and understanding transitional periods in, in, in ourselves and in our clients' lives so that we can best serve our clients at the highest level. And then from there, we dropped into ritual and we actually started taking a look at ritual in every day. You know, that routine is ritual that's habitual. Routine are habitual acts and ritual are intentional acts. And we started having a conversation and understanding ritual and routine and how we can actually bring more intention to our day. And then we jump from that into archetypes, which is like, who are you in the salon and how archetypes play a really big part? And that was just last week. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was just the last call and we were talking about how our different archetypes in our body really show up in the cell on the salon floor and how we and who are we in that so we've come to this point now yeah we've come to this point where we're like okay am I the director am I am I the artist am I the empath am I the therapist I mean they're only the four ones that I gave everybody last week and there are so many more but they're just the four ones I I, I shared with you so from that paradigm, from that understanding, from that authentic awareness, this state of going, yeah, I'm the director, yeah, I'm the artist, yeah, I'm the empath, yeah, I'm the therapist, from that place, we are now in touch with our authentic selves. 
So a lot of models work with ethos and values and mission and statement right at the beginning. As soon as you start, they work with it there. And I don't. I actually work with it right at the end. It's the last thing we do because I believe that when we're transforming from the inside out, a major transformation is going on. You are shape-shifting your entire world, your internal world, your external world, and everything with that changes. So establishing your ethos and your boundaries and your values, as much as they're important to know from the beginning and right through the entire conversation and understanding of who it is that you are as we're journeying, Building an ethos, an ethical business, building boundaries, building your values, building your mission for your business coming out of this journey is far more powerful when you're doing it right at the end after the transformation has occurred. And that's the reason why I am bringing it right here, right now in the end, because this is, for me, this is like the final piece that actually ties up the transformation from the beginning to the end, which is why I just did a little short, quick reflection on what we've moved through and who you've potentially transformed into from these conversations that we had. And I want to actually start with what is your dance? This is where I want to start this conversation about ethos. And I'm a dancer and I have been a dancer all my life, actually. I can say that, you know, it was a professional dancer in my earlier life and then I've been an aesthetic dancer right throughout that and it's my medicine, it's my medium, it's where I find myself, it's where I heal, it's where I integrate, it's where I actualize, it's where my truth actually transpires for me. And I'm going to share a little story. Yesterday I was dancing. I went to my morning practice dance in the morning. And while I was dancing, I recognized that every single person in the room had a unique dance. Everybody had, was in, we're all listening to the same music, but every single dance was completely unique. And I stood for a moment and I observed the absolute beauty of the authenticity of every single human being that had their unique dance in that room. And I realized that in order for us to be these authentic, empowered people that we are in this industry, we need to know our dance. We need to understand the dance, that the tune, the song that we dance to, that is uniquely authentic to us. So I'm going to start this conversation this morning with what is your dance? So if you're listening and you're part of this conversation this morning, share. What is your dance? What, what, what rocks your boat? What gets you moving? What inspires? What enlivens? What stimulates? What inspires you to move and actually be um, enlivened, enjoy in your bliss. What is that one thing for you? What is yours, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to think on it. <laughs> no, I think we all have we all have things that 
as I say, that motivate you, that that want to, you know, that makes you kind of get up in the mornings and and want to live life and experience life, um, you know, that move that move you forward. <laughs> you know, I got for me, I guess I just naturally do what I do. I don't think about it so much. So I'm I'm gonna I'm, I might lead it a little bit because it it people might be what listening or watching but not really in a place to contribute. So I'm gonna start it off with a little bit of a journey. My journey. I'm gonna use myself as the example here. My dance is to wake up in the morning with and keep my eyes closed and actually allow for for the sounds and the smells and 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 the the sense the peacefulness that surrounds me to awaken my senses and that is my journey that is like the the beginning of the intentional journey that actually I tap into in the morning that is part of my dance and this is when I say your dance this is what I'm referring to is like what what steps, what moments, what elements from everything that we've actually moved through, all the bodies, all the, all, all the conversations we've had, what are the aspects from those conversations that we've had that you've implemented that have actually formed your reality, that, that, have, that have informed your reality in a way where it's changed you and you're meeting your day in a new way. And that becomes your dance. That becomes like you wake up in the morning, you allow your senses to wake you up, you might do some journaling, you might do meditation, you might light some incense, you might go for a walk straight out, you might, there, there's this really beautiful, you know, ritual that's actually happening to you as you're waking in your day. And you're moving through this you're moving through this dance and I, I want to look at it as a dance because it is a dance and like Brad was saying you you don't think about it like it becomes and I don't think about my dance either it's just something that happens it's something that's innately innate wisdom in my body where I allow my body to actually guide the the journey for the day and it's different every day it changes every day but it's like how do you step out of your mind and allow yourself to actually be led by your body? How do you trust? How do you surrender and allow your body to actually move you? And this is, believe it or not, this is everything to do with ethos because if your ethos that you implement does not come from the deepest place of your being, then you're not really living in your bliss state. You're not. You're actually, it's a mental state that you're living from and you've established a mental boundary, I suppose, around, you know, from one body, from one aspect, one element. So this is not a holistic model at all. Holistic means looking at every single body, looking at every single element and act, and making sure that every part of you is integrated and implemented into building your ethos into building your boundaries, into establishing how it is that you want to live your life 
And I'm not like there's no in the holistic model, there's no separation between your home life and your work life. And this is what we're talking about here. And this is what we've been talking about for 11 conversations now is there is no difference between home and work. It is one and and, and all. There might be firmer boundaries when you're working like there might be a boundary where you don't actually go out with your clients or socialize with them. There might be a boundary where you won't date your clients. And I hope that that's exactly one of the boundaries that you implement because it really causes a mess. And it, I know it was certainly one of the boundaries that I had in my contracts with my staff when I was working, when I had a salon in Melbourne and I had a very strict boundary with my staff were not allowed to date their clients and they definitely were not allowed to socialise with their clients, not unless it was a work function and they were invited and it was actually just work and it wasn't just them one-on-one -on -one with a client that had come into the salon because that boundary, when it was crossed, actually crossed into the friendship zone. And what happened with that is it actually, from my experience, it created a mixed line between the professional line and between the social line. And I know hairdressers do this. I know I've seen it for years where they go, oh, I'm going to go out and party. It's so-and-so's birthday, my client's birthday. It's their wedding. It's their... And you're just, for me, what is that boundary for you? What is that ethos that you're going to put in place that keeps your private, your private private, I'm talking outside of work, like your family, your friends, your relationships, your intimacy, your, um, your social aspect what actually keeps that boundary you know clear for you and this is what we're establishing here with boundaries um and ethos we've got a comment standing barefoot on the grass with a tea eyes closed greeting the morning sun breathing into my belly and swaying to the heartbeat of mama gaia yes 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 that is a morning ritual with sharon that sounds delicious <laughs> That is just a delicious way to start your day. Wow, barefoot in the grass with a yeah. cup of tea and your eyes closed. Great, amazing. Imagine that what that tea tastes like with your eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> well, and especially if you're barefoot in the grass, you're grounding, you're connected yeah. to the earth. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing is really going to start your day amazingly. <laughs> yeah. And the, these are these. Thank you, Sharon. But this is like an example that Sharon's just shared with us of what it's what is your morning how do you start your dance what, what is this dance that you start that actually guides and informs the rest of your day so how you start your day is really important as to how your day will actually transpire and yes we need to leave room for surprise because surprise is part of the human experience but you have choice in everything that you choose to adventure in or not so we need to sort of like establish that boundary that empowered boundary guys of choosing what to engage with and what not to engage with and that is that is like the foundations of like who are you who are you so that you can actually start creating this ethos and cultivating your boundaries and your values in your work environment in your life with your family, with your friends, like it goes on and on. And like you can tighten the boundaries and the ethos for work in terms of 
Okay, so this is the container for work. And then if you can imagine three boxes, yeah. So you've got a small box in the middle and then you've got another box on the outer and then you've got another box on the outer of that. So you can actually create like a tier of ethos and boundaries based on the on the um on 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 the dynamics in which that you're creating them in so for business it might be a little bit tighter a little bit more professional you know less personal stuff that actually gets penetrated in that environment and then you actually have boundaries maybe for your loved ones your family your friends that actually is a little bit more extensive out of that and maybe no you know that no professional boundaries will be in this container and I like to say the boxes because it is about being building a container, a solid, foundational, ethical, boundary field of awareness container. Mm, wow! <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. It's it's. Uh, yeah. There's so much because over these twelve weeks, the last three months, you know, we've been finding out, we've been going deeper, we've been discovering ourselves as we've been going through, you know, epiphanies come and, um, you know, and, and maybe how we view things maybe have now looked a little bit differently. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about ethos. So ethos, you know, is, is getting that true, authentic self, who you are as a holistic you know, artist and that sort of thing. Um, make sure to heart it up, make sure to like, make sure to share this um, so other people can get value out of the information that we've been talking about. Make sure to share. As I say, we always love when people share because um, that connects us. And that's part of, say, like networking or reaching out or, or you know, it's, it's kind of, it goes deeper with our connection sort of thing when people, and so we thank Sharon for, um, you know, putting her comments in and that sort of thing. So yeah, continually do it. We'll pop you up on the screen as I say. And then it's kind of nice. Um, although it's nice for us to talk to each other, it's still nice for us to communicate with our viewers as well. <laughs> mm. Watching uh, sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's a big topic as well. You know, like, mm -hmm. I find that if, you know, like if you don't know who you are, I'm going to go back to that. If you don't know who you are and then you don't know what you're building and if you're just being a hairdresser, then you're just being a hairdresser and if you're doing that mindlessly, then you're going to end up with a mindless business and this is what's really important here. If we're stepping into that, if you've been following this, you know, holistic conversation, this journey into holistic understanding and awareness it how how it how no it's so important to set intention into absolutely everything that you do because everything that you set is an element of yourself that you're extending outwardly it's not the other way around you don't allow your clients to dictate your your environment you dictate your environment. It comes from you. And what happens is when you actually cultivate a business ethics and, you know, container from the inside of you, externalized it outwardly, what you end up with is attracting the kind of clients that you want to work with, you know, and you don't have stress. You don't get burnout. You don't get fatigue. This is what we're eliminating here. And this whole model has been 
if you work from the inside out, burnout, fatigue, stress, pressure, all of that stuff, it really does get eliminated. I can't explain to you in clearer words that working from the inside out is the answer to dissolving the environmental situation that the majority of hairdressers in the world are actually adhering to still. So coming back inwards, and I know it's not easy. It really, I really understand this. It's not an easy thing to do is to come in and self-reflect and to take a look at who it is that you are and actually build a whole new model from a place of getting to know yourself. And all I can say is, the more time you spend getting to know, because you're going to change, let me tell you. How many times have you changed, Brad? <laughs> oh, daily, daily, daily. Because <laughs> I, th I think we have different facets of ourselves. Every time we learn a new piece of information, every time we learn something or we learn a new way to do something or we implement something, I think we always change because I think maybe people on the outside see us as the same. But I think for us internally, I think we're always growing. We're always changing, always evolving. Because if we're not growing, we're dying. So basically, and dying to self is not always a good thing. Sometimes it is. If you're dying to the negative stuff in your life, I think that's a good thing. But if you're dying just to please everyone else, I don't think that's always the best type of dying. <laughs> because no. then you're no longer yourself and that's where you're getting the burnout from. That's where you're getting the, you know, that sort of thing because you're trying to do it and then you become a people pleaser as opposed to doing what you need to do to stay into your authentic self. And, and, and the, the, I think the thing is said too, not everybody's going to ha be happy with all your choices, but sometimes you have to make them in order to stay in your authenticity. So if anybody's watching and they have questions or you've been watching during the, the 12 episodes, um, please, yeah, put some questions up. We can answer for answer them for you live just so we're right here and we are live. So we're here live, and if, say, you want to make a comment, want to have a question, um, now's your time to ask Mariana or myself anything that you want to know. Just kind of put it <laughs> put, yeah, it, put it in yeah, there. Yeah. And as I say, because we're incorporating, like, putting it all together, today is ethos, but the thing is anything from physical body, mental body, you know, energetic body up to archetypes, up to anything we've been talking about over the last, you know, three months. Um, it sounds like such a long time, <laughs> 12 weeks. <laughs> three months. We've, been at, we've been at this for three months, Brad. Yeah. So, so then if there's anything, this is a great way to connect and say, Hey, I've need, can you assist me with this? Or I'm feeling this, or I'd like to know more about this, or, you know, how can I implement a holistic model? I mean, obviously there's deeper resources we'll talk about at the end. If you want to go deeper into your journey that Mariana uh, can offer you, but yeah, just like to be interactive and just open it up for some Q and a to see, you know, uh, you know, do people have, are you dealing with some physical ailments? Are you dealing with some emotional um, boundaries? Are you, what archetype are you? Do you know? Are you actually a leader in your salon when you're supposed to be? Or are you showing up at work? Are you checking yourself out before you come into work? 
Is your work environment conducive to the clientele that are coming to you? What do you think about, you know, taking clients on one-on-one for a session and charge hourly as opposed to, you know, saying I'm providing a service and we book every half hour. (laughs) So every half hour you have a new, you know, client in your chair. So we'd love to hear your thoughts too. Or if you've been watching the series, some thoughts on the series. Um, whatever, just is your time to, to interact because we want, kind of wanted to make the last one a little bit fun too, and have your participation and just kind of join us and, and be connected as well. Yeah, totally. So yeah, if there's any questions, please, please, um, hit us up with it, but I'm going to keep mm-hmm. on talking if there is yeah. anything that comes through. Um, I want to actually bring up, you were just talking before and it's like, who do you show up in? And I want to actually bring in this piece of disassociation, which is a really, really, really big piece to why a lot of people, I believe, in our industry don't cultivate integral, conscientious boundaries and ethos. And that's because a lot of the time they're disassociated. They're disassociated from their whole cells it's like it's almost like they've put the hairdresser in a suit and Mm. the hairdresser goes to work and there's only certain parts of that that they actually allow to come out in and that is you know we've talked about this in a a couple of actually the conversations we've had about cultivating splits and how splits occur and disassociation is actually a really big part so if we're really looking at a holistic model it's like there's a lot of courage that's needed for you to step into this, you know, and it's not for everybody and not everybody's going to like this model. And, but if you've been mm-hmm. listening to this, then you, you do like this model and there's something about this model that is ringing at your heartstrings and your soul strings, I like to say, and going, hey, this is really cool. This is really, really, really aligning for me. This feels This feels like it's the kind of pathway that I want to go on. So if you're disassociating with your clients and at work, you're creating so many issues for your future. I cannot even begin to start talking about the, 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 the array of issues that come from disassociation when we're working. Ethos. When we're talking about ethos today, this is an opportunity for you to really step into the wholeness of who you are. And I'm going to repeat it again. Ethos in an integrity, in this model, in a holistic model, is an opportunity for you to step into the wholeness of who you are. And how do you bring the wholeness to the table with what you do? And this is really important because this is the well-being model of stepping into your well-being, stepping into self-care, stepping into conscientious practices with yourself, with your team, with your clients, where no part of you, there's a difference between your boundaries and going, you know, like my boundaries are, say, for instance, I don't talk about my private life with my clients. And that's fair enough. That's a boundary. And that's where you cut it off and you don't talk about it. That's not a disassociation. That's actually a clear, conscientious thought of going, that part of me actually stays for my family and myself. I'm here and I'm doing here. You're not disassociating. You're choosing. It's a conscientious choice. 
So I just wanted to clear that, the difference between disassociating where you just switch off and you numb out, you might understand that terminology better, you numb out and you go into robot hairdresser mode of, yeah, and you're talking and there's <clears throat> nothing, there's no connection between what you're saying to your clients, what you're hearing from your clients and the conversation, the reciprocal conversation that's going on between you and your client, your staff, your team. There's no conscientiousness. There's just this robot go mode and you've switched off, you've numbed out. And this is the disassociation that I'm talking about. But when you're making clear, conscientious choices about the boundaries and the container and the ethos in which that you choose to live in your professional life in, this is empowering. This is, this is establishing your place in your world, in your reality, in your business, in, with your clients. And this is the magnet piece that I want to talk about. This is what magnetizes the kind of clients that you want to be working with. This, this is the piece this is the piece that go, oh, you know, I work with all these clients and they gossip and they talk and they, they're full of drama and they're full of stories mm -hmm. and they're full of la, 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 la. That's because you are. <laughs> Sorry to say this. It's because mm -hmm. your nature is attracting that kind of energy into your space. And this is the holistic model, becoming aware of your energy, becoming aware of your thoughts, becoming aware of your container, of your ethos, of your boundaries, so that you start cultivating the kind of container and clients that you want to be working with. Oh, what's your advice to keep the energy calm in the salon leading into Christmas with your team? Any tips to keep my own energy clear and calm for the next few weeks? Oh, yes. <laughs> I ever have a, a suggestion. I've got multiple suggestions. Let me just think of one. Um, I'm actually going to put out a couple of videos about this as well because I know this is coming up and it's a really stressful time, but I'm going to share. I'm, I'm going to do some talks about this as well, um, about Christmas specifically for hairdressers that really want to keep it calm but right now okay what we were talking about earlier answering your question Sharon what we were talking about earlier how you start your morning I don't care if you've got a fully booked book for the day where you're back to back that is a choice firstly and foremost that is a choice if you choose to have one hour bookings or 30 minute bookings that is a choice again just Step back and become empowered with your book. It is your book, especially if you're a senior stylist and you are responsible for the kind of work and the day that you want to have. It is your book. So take charge, take responsibility, step in and go, no, I actually want to do one and a half hour clients and I want a 15 minute break. It's your choice. You can charge for that time fully in fullness without actually losing any capital, but what you're gaining is self-care. That's the first tip is manage your book, manage your clients, manage the way that you want to work that's not going to leave you fatigued at the end of the day. But I know that targets are important at this time of the year as well because they're set. So maintain the level of target and incorporate that 
into your hour, hour and a half bookings where clients are still paying for your time, but you're not you're not missing out on your targets, but you're also not burning yourself out in the process of reaching them. That's the first one. The second one is start your day with your practice. Start your day as Sharon shared. She wakes up with a cup of tea, grounds her feet in the grass and actually just breathes and takes a beat before she even begins her day. What is your jam in the morning? What helps you center and ground into yourself before you go into the salon to prepare? to work with other people, with other people's energies, with other people's stories. What is your practice that keeps you grounded and centered? That's the second thing. Make sure that you have a grounded and centered practice. The second thing, what rituals do you have in place? The third thing, sorry, what rituals do you have in place? Do you have a personal self-ritual in the morning where you do Maybe a meditation, you do a cleansing, you have a prayer, you smudge a little bit, you center, you come in, you might be doing that standing on the grass with your feet. And then that energy that you've cultivated for yourself, remember everything you bring and you build with yourself is what you're bringing, the state that you're bringing into your salon in the day. So how you begin your day is what what is actually reciprocated into your day through your clients to your staff for yourself it is a flow it is a natural nature reciprocal exchange what you cultivate if you're going to start your day with coffee and you're just going to jump out of bed make a coffee and hit the floor running you're going to have that kind of a day and you're going to need coffee all day to sustain that level of 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 you know of I suppose, energy and, and exchange. And by the end of the day, I guarantee you, you'll either be looking for that drink to actually wind you down or you're just going to hit the bed like a brick because you're going to be fatigued, exhausted and burnt out from the way that you've managed yourself. So don't start with caffeine. Start with a juice. Start with a lemon water tea. You know, start with things that are actually going to nourish your organs, nourish your body, nourish and fuel you in a way that's going to keep you centered and calm and grounded. That's the one thing. So this is personal practices. What you do for yourself will come into your team. So when you when you are in that state and you go into the salon, you can have a practice in the morning with your team. I don't care if you're doing, if, if it's Christmas and you're crazy, start 15 minutes earlier. Like get your team in there early. And what you can do, one of the things that I really love doing is actually sitting in a circle with my team and having a check-in with every single team member. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? What's going on for you? These are the kind of questions that you that you ask your team. What do you need? How can we support you if something comes up in that sharing circle? A five-minute sharing circle or 10, depending on how big your circle, your, your team is, and give everybody a minute to share where everybody is dropping in, they're sharing their authentic selves with the team, every single person is hearing them, and they can actually be supported by one another. This builds team spirit. This cultivates this really beautiful bond between your team members and yourself 
when you're connecting in this way. And that actually penetrates through to your to your clients through the day. It actually, the clients get benefit from this because they see this lovely exchanges between, you know, start, between staff. Like if someone, for instance, is actually menstruating, I'm going to say this because this is common, and they're not feeling great and they've actually come in and go, hey, first day of my bleed, I'm going to talk about this because this is a holistic model, yeah, and this is the kind of language that I really want to start um, encouraging hairdressers to speak in in this way. I, it's my first day of my bleed. I'm feeling a little fatigued. I'm feeling a little flat. Question, how can I support you? How can we support you today to support you with your workload and with you and your well-being? She might say, I would really appreciate cups of tea. If she's, if she's a senior stylist and she's on, on the go, maybe the supporting roles can make sure that you know, every hour she can have a chamomile tea or some water or make sure that she's actually checked in on and that she's okay and that she has moments of rest where things can be arranged in the day where the, the um, shampoo technician can actually give her clients a, a little longer massage so she can have an extra minute or two of rest in between her clients like this is the holistic conscientious model that I'm talking about how do you support one another how do you show up for one another and this happens in the sharing circle in the morning and and then you know when you finish the circle with your team you can burn some sage or burn some frankincense or or, or or have something that you cleanse your team with, you prepare them, you center them, you bring them in to each other's energy and you create a resonance between one another. You can even hold hands. It's such a beautiful vibration to actually bring in. And this is, you haven't even touched a client yet, but you've touched each other. And this substance this juice that you're bringing in that you're bringing into your team that you're cultivating of compassion and empathy between one another this is what sustains you throughout your day because you know your back's being held you know that you're cared for and you know that you're looked after and that supports you to support the clients that you're supporting just a couple of things there brad <laughs> yeah, but 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 the one thing to say Sharon's also saying too about clearing the energy and I think you've talked about this before about what they can do at the end of the day before they go out in order to clear the energy. Did you want to go over that? Yeah, again. Well, yep. I just needed a sip of tea cuz that was Oh sure. <laughs> um clearing the energy is really important at the end of the day and we actually talked about this in ritual. Um and when we're all finished, when we're all finished, I like to actually suggest making sure that you have a purifying smell, like maybe like lemongrass, lemon, lemon myrtle, anything that's actually cleansing and purifying in the background, burning in your oil, in your diffuser. This is a really good way. If you don't want anything invasive in the salon, this is a really great way to main, make sure that the energy is stable throughout your day. The second thing that I would use at the end of your day, really, 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 really important practice is smudging and clearing your space of any deposited energy in your space. So using using sage, using frankincense, using um, 
Palo Santo, using um, Copal, using anything that is a clearing agent and burning it on coal or burning, you know, if you're Palo Santo, it's a stick, just burning it and actually going around the space three times in a clockwise motion Firstly, to actually give thanks for what was brought in and then in an anti-clockwise motion to clear any unwanted energy in the space and open your door and literally visualise with the smoke all the energy actually leaving your space. This is a very essential thing to do with your staff to clear them at the end of the day. You can do this ritual again. You can have a closing circle at the end of the day with your with your staff and just go, hey, how is everybody feeling from their day? Maybe pass around the smudge, go around again and maybe share a minute of, hey, I'm feeling this, this happened. Have a check-in at the end of the day, beginning of the day, end of the day, and maybe pass around the smudge and make sure that they're cleansed they're smudged from the energy that they've taken on for the day and let that go and then clear the space really important to clear the space so that when you energetically clear the space you can feel it you you can actually feel it because the next day you want to start fresh clean slate clean space not just in cleaning it in terms of cleaning the floors and the benches and all the rest of it i'm talking energetically sweeping the space as well there's a lot of energy that's deposited into the salon from clients and staff and energetic interactions that go on that are un, unseen. They're really unforeseen. So really important, those little rituals there. Exactly. And I think you'd mentioned before, too, that at the end of the day, you check in when your staff comes in, but you also check in with them at the end of the day. So where are they at now? Did they have any kind of you know, interactions with people? Are they holding on to anything, anything they kind of need to release or, uh, you know, stuff, uh, stuff like that. I think too, the more you're connected to your staff, the better it's going to be. And and you as a leader are going to know what's going on with your staff, where they're at. Are they at 10%? Are they 90%? Are they a hundred percent? And the same at the end of the day, it is a, it is for some a very stressful time, because obviously holiday time, everybody now comes out of the woodwork. They all want to see their families. Everybody's traveling. You know, they, they start their creative financing <laughs> where money comes from all different parts and things like that. And, and uh, you know, they want to look good for everybody. But they're also, you know, excited and, and in heightened levels of, you know, energetically when they come in and all that stuff. And, and, and they want everything perfect. And, and us as... as you know, a caregivers, you know, whether a leader or an archetype, a healer or whatever, we have to know how to take that, um, that type of energy, but also know how to not necessarily take that energy on us. Like, and as I say, we also talked before about the no dumping zone where, where people are going to have a lot of stuff going on because they're going to go on and on about their family, how they're buying gifts. They don't really, you know, and all that kind of stuff that's really relevant. All that's really relevant is, kind of um, what, you know, what they're there for, what your job is to be there for them and how you're going to give them the best experience um, while they're there. So maybe that means leaving all that drama outside the door 
you know, and not bring it in. And let's have a calming space while you're here. Let's having a relaxing shampoo while you're here. Let's have a beverage while you're here. Let's have, because you're also setting the tone as well when they're in there. So you're also kind of controlling what type of outcome you're going to receive. If you have them experience, a, as I say, start with the shampoo, you know, where have the aromatherapy there that's very relaxing. Have maybe a warm towel that you put around their neck, or sometimes I put a warm towel over their eyes. If you don't like people, clients looking right like into your face with their eyes wide open, you know, you just want them there to relax, not chat, just kind of just say, just breathe let all that kind of stuff go, breathe in the good, exhale the bad, and just kind of let it, let it just all go and create that experience for them. So it's going to be something totally different where everywhere else in all the stores, all the malls, all the things, everything's chaotic. They can walk into your place and then they just naturally, the shoulders relax, the, you know, the, the jaw unclenches the, you know, so when they come in, they just feel, okay, I'm just, I'm relaxed now. Now I can just be my authentic self and I don't have to be anybody for anyone. And then you you can create that for your clients and I think they'll appreciate it as well. Or have some, some type of environment or something set up. Maybe say it's a holiday. So we're going to offer some chamomile peppermint teas. We're going to offer some ginger teas. We're going to offer some, you know, something like that that's kind of holiday theme that is also still relaxing for the clients as well. And then Sharon says thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. You're welcome. I want to pick something that you just said. You know, mm -hmm. It's chaos, yeah? You don't bring yeah. the chaos in. Chaos is a mindset, guys. It's a mindset. I, I just, just sit with that for a minute. Just because it's Christmas, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to actually engage in that mindset. You can choose we're here at Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. You can choose. <laughs> you can choose the mindset that you want to actually be surrounded in. So you can be busy, but you don't have to be chaotic. It doesn't have to be chaotic. It doesn't have to feel chaotic. It can. You can actually be super busy and it could be super calm in your space where everything is fluid and everybody is just in a really peaceful state. Your stylists are in a peaceful state. Everybody's getting the work done without the noise and the madness and the chaos and the buzz. It's just, it's, it's actually a mindset. So if you choose to bring the Christmas madness into your salon, it's a choice. It's a mindset that if you actually go, you know what, I'm going to be in Christmas, that I'm not going to get into the whole hoo-ha and the crazy and the madness of it. And I'm actually going to enjoy. Remember, it's a holiday season. It's, it's, it's holiday time. And I know hairdressers forever go into this mental, <laughs> I, I get it. It's like, they're like, they're not on holiday. <laughs> no, like, you know, it's like crazy town come December. Yeah. You know, like we've even had that conversation going, oh, we can't do any, we can't do any mm -hmm. podcasts in December because everybody's going to be in crazy town. Mm -hmm. So like we, we, it's, it's the language that we understand in the industry. But you know, if we're stepping into this holistic model, is it language that you want to, you want to keep? Mm -hmm. Is it a mindset that you want to actually hang on to? Like we're talking about ethos today. So it's like 
what is that? What is your ethos around, you know, holiday seasons and, and the busy times? What is that ethos? Do you take it down a few notches and actually make your space a serene, safe space for clients to come to to get out of the madness in the world? Like what, what environment are you creating for them? What mindset, if, especially if you're the leader here and the director of your space, it is up to you to set the tone. It is up to you to choose what kind of mindset and tone that you and your team and your clients are going to be dancing to in the space. So remember that this is the holistic model that we're talking about. This is the ethos that we're talking about. You have the power to choose what that is for you. It is not set prerequisite Christmas madness. No, 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 no. We're not even talking about a holistic model if you think like that. The holistic model is Christmas. How do I want to reflect that? That's the holistic mm -hmm. model. What do I want to do with that? Exactly. And 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 you're going to feel more relaxed. You're going to feel more because obviously you can't give everybody sleepy time tea or valerium. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tea because they still have to drive. <laughs> but, 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 but you can give them a relaxing, a relaxing experience. So when they do come in, then it's like that different world. This is their space where they go to get away from all that stuff. And for a lot of people, seeing their hairstylist, that's really what they're doing. They're getting rid of they're getting away from work, away from the spouse, away from the kids, away from whatever family that's their time for you and that client to be there and engage and they can just be them if they want a, a silent appointment they can have a silent appointment if they want maybe offer more of those in, at the holiday time say would you like a silent appointment today because you might be surprised that more people would say yes than no because you're constantly seeing people, you're constantly talking, you're constantly, maybe it's now nice that they don't have to talk. They can just sit there, they can just relax, have their chamomile tea, have some refresh, refreshments, you know, have the aromatherapy, have the soft lighting, have the whatever kind of service or journey they're going to go on to. But, but they, whether or not something's not expected of them, except just to be there. You know, where they don't have to worry about creating conversation and you don't have to worry about coming, you know, and saying if you do 15 people in a day or 10 people in a day or five people in a day, you have the same conversation with all five people. You know what I mean? You want it uniquely to that person. And and if having a silent appointment, I think we talked about this before, about empowering, you empower the client, but you can also empower 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 yourself. If you a little overstressed or whatever, maybe you can request from the client and say, you know, Hey, would you mind if we had a silent appointment where it gives you those couple of minutes just to get yourself back and not have to continue? Cause it, cause it can be draining talking all day long about the same stuff all day long to, to every different person, but you're just saying the same stuff <laughs> to every different person. So maybe think about that as well. And, and what could be the best um, kind of journey for them? Holiday journey. So think if it's a holiday, how can I take my client on a holiday from everyday life? And, and kind of make your journey around that. As I say, like spice up your tea. Put some, I don't know, clove or something in there that's a little bit different. 
So they say, ooh, but it's not something that's going to put them to sleep, but it's something that's going to, you know, that, that's maybe a warming tea or something like that that has some spices in it or, or some apple or some, you know, something like that that's a little bit different. So it still gives them that holiday feel without the hustle and bustle part of, of having the, you know, I got to get here. I got to get there. I got to do this. I got to run out. I got, I'm in a hurry. Just like say, Whoa, you know, and just kind of clarify all that from the beginning and say, we're here for you. We're here to create an experience and let's just have this time just for you. Cause a lot of us don't give ourselves that pink slip to enjoy life or to be happy or you feel guilty if you're not doing something always for somebody else or if i don't get to the store and get this stuff or i don't you know what i mean it'll still be there maybe not at holiday time but usually it's still there if you go later or order online or whatever you want to do but maybe start to rethink things a little bit differently around holiday time and what holiday time at your salon looks like for you and what holiday time looks for you as a stylist or holistic, let's say holistic practitioner, but a holistic artist. I um, I just something that you just said there is like, what is it that you, what is it that you want to do that's different? What is it that you want to cultivate about you know your client's journey for the day? And you know how I was talking earlier about how you wake up in the morning and start your day is what actually informs the rest of your day because you're in that state. And what I was going to say is when a client walks in the door, how you greet that client at the door, how that client's greeted. It might not be you that greets them. It might be the receptionist. It might be um, somebody else that's on the desk area or that has that position. How they're trained to greet the client and how they're trained to set the tone of the space before the client enters the space is exactly where it's at. It needs to start right from that moment, right from that moment. So if you've got an established ethos where your client, your staff are actually trained in your ethos, they know the ethos inside and out, like dropping that pun <laughs> <Okay. So well. laughs> um, if they know your ethos inside and out then every single person this is what creates that harmony and that really beautiful fluidity and that sense of calm and ease and harmony is that every single person every single staff member is on the same page you have set the tone they know the tone they actually are all working within the tone so you're gonna you might have an ethos of how a client's greeted hmm. i call them sops in my business models but like what are the sops what are your, your your system your operation systems around how a client is met at the door and and what beverages that they're brought what what are your system what operations your ethos around what beverages are actually served to your client now in australia at, at you know over the holiday season where it's actually hot here so we we would do more iced teas and we would do cold drinks and maybe beautiful mineral water or something like that or mineral water with lemon or cucumber water that's sitting on a beautiful tray with gorgeous goblets for clients to help themselves to you know this is the kind of like 
environment that you are sort of setting the tone where your client's starting to feel welcomed, they're feeling at home, they're actually, there's beautiful, nourishing, delicious beverages and things for them to actually help themselves to. You could actually have a beverage bar where you have beautiful iced teas that, you know, are sitting in trays and cucumber waters and juices that a client can go and help themselves to. Mm-hmm. And they can choose and you, you don't have to serve them. You can actually guide them to the, the you know, the, the, the bar, the drink bar, and they can just help themselves to whatever it is that they need. And again, you choose. You don't have caffeine. You don't have stimulants on this bar. You eliminate those things so that you keep your client in a really calm, relaxed state. So choose those beverages. Choose those, you know, maybe nibbles or snacks or whatever that you have there and you set the tone this is part of your ethos what is your ethos do you want your clients to feel like they're at home and part of a family that's harmonious and connected or is everybody you know like my one o'clock my two o'clock like what is the ethos here do you know every single client's name that walks in the door does every single staff member that's going to be in contact with that client, know them by their first name. That makes a huge difference. Mm. If a person walks in and they're going, good afternoon, Jane, how can I help you? Welcome or welcome, welcome to the space. You know, let's take off your coat. Let's put your coat away for you. Here's the juice bar. Just letting you know, help yourself to this. And so and so, Tom will be with you shortly. Just help yourself to the bar Mm -hmm. and take a seat in the reception area, boom. You know, there's this immediate like welcoming into the space. So this is part of your ethos building. This is part of like what do, how, how, if you're the director or say, for instance, you're the head artist on the floor as well as the director, how do you want to receive that client by the time it gets to your chair? Because it's they're going to go through a receptionist. They're going to go mm-hmm. through a shampoo technician potentially, and they, like they got, they've gone through almost two to three people before they've come to you. So, how do you want to receive that client? This is ethos. This is like, how do I want to receive my client? Calm, centered, relaxed, peaceful, clear, offloaded so that when you actually get into your conversation, your consultation with them, they're in a place where they can actually really communicate and relate with you as to what it is that they want or where it is that they're at today and how you can best serve them. So this is all part of the importance of building this ethos and um, this container. Yeah, of course, because when they come in, that's the the biggest thing. When you're busy, most clients will come in, they sit down, nobody recognizes that they're there yep. for like half an hour. But if somebody is to say, recognize them, calls them by name, brings them over, because a lot of them that come, they've been rushing, rushing, rushing from work, from this, from that, to get the kids here and there. They're already number one, probably dehydrated, but don't mm-hmm. know it. And they're probably hangry. Right. So because they're high. So, of course, if you if you satisfy because, too, if you're not having enough hydration, especially, you know, I mean, that's non caffeinated, um, 
you know, that can cause a headache and that's, then they're not going to enjoy their journey with you because now they have pain because they're dehydrated or they haven't eaten. Not that you have to put out a big full spread or anything like that, but even some energy bites or some little, you know, just little things that'll, because if it's good food of value, you don't need a lot of it. And that can get your, your minerals, your nutrients, your, your things, and you're going to feel, or, or if you have a smoothie bar, if you have whatever, those nutrients that are going right into you, that's going to change you right away, as opposed to cigarettes, junk food, and caffeine, right? Mm -hmm. Your, your outcome is going to be very different. Um, and maybe think of that when you're also doing your, your snacks as well. But I think to recognize the person, if it would say if it's holiday time and we talk about holiday stress, if you realize that your client coming in may have stress, how can you diffuse that right from the first time they enter the door? And that's the right way by calling them by name, grabbing their coat and say, here, enjoy some refreshments. So they're not just there. They still have their coat on. They're sitting at the front on the couch or the other way is what some salons do. They, t they send them back, they get their hair washed, and now they're sitting at the front for half an hour with a wet head in the winter. That's, that's not fun either. So, you also, so by having a refreshment or some salons do have a relaxation area where you go, you get your refreshments and you go in there and there's soft music in there, soft lighting. If you have the room to do that, I think it's a great idea where they can just come in and just kind of, Relax. It's like a Zen zone. They come in, you don't speak, you just relax and you hear the music and then somebody will get you when it's time. And by then you've already been relaxed and you're actually doing something by doing nothing. If that mm. makes sense. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm already relaxed. It's just like, yeah, yeah imagine, like just, just feel like look into your space as a, 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 it's, it's a journey. It's an experience mm -hmm. you're offering. We're not, you know, this, if you've probably gathered by now that we're not really talking about the old model of hairdressing where it's in and out, in and out, in and out, bang, bang, back to back, back to back. We're not talking yeah. about that. Where This is a holistic model that we're talking about. We're talking about client-centred practices. We're talking about taking care of our clients' needs, taking care of our staff's needs. This is the holistic model. People go, what is holistic? This is it. It's client-centered practices what does a client-centered practice mean or well, what is the best thing that you can offer your clients to internally care for them at your fingertips as brad was saying and i said beverages that are calming and soothing to their soul music that is relaxing like really drops them in like as soon as they walk in you know when as soon as they walk in in a holistic model you want your clients to just go oh that's what you want to hear mm -hmm. you want to hear your clients walk in the door and just go oh big sigh big breath shoulders drop like watch for that body language because if you get that kind of body language when your client walks in the door you've got it you've actually nailed your you've nailed your tone you've nailed the the environment and the journey yep Sharon's going no phone ringing calm music yes I agree no phone ringing is like a huge huge difference you know like maybe low vibrating dryers that don't make high vibe high like loud noises mm -hmm. like just 
eliminate the sound you know calm music is an amazing one it's so amazing changing the tone of the music that you play in the background as to whether it amps a client up or brings them down now mm-hmm. if you're a high vibe salon and i'm mm-hmm. not saying not having a high vibe salon is a bad thing or a good thing it's nothing it's just if you're a high vibe salon what is going to keep your high vibe harmonious Mm-hmm. as well you know like if you're like really great funky sort of dance music and you've got you know um all sorts of beautiful beverages and snacks and sandwiches and all sorts of things going on and that's your high vibe and there is a lot of energy in your space still what is what keeps that harmoniously running on a really beautiful um thread you know, where there isn't a hiccup between the minute the client walks in the door to the minute the client leaves the salon. It's It still needs to be factored into your ethos, understanding like everything is okay because we're all unique individuals. So what is, who are you? What is your authenticity? And from that, what is the ethos that you're going to set to actually run your business model in? Hmm. Yeah, there, there's there's so much. Even in our twelve, there's so much more that we can say. But <laughs> you know, because we're almost time to wrap up. It's it's gone that fast. So yeah. I don't know if there's anything you want to. It's any last minute thoughts on ethos that you want to share with us. If anybody has any questions, please put them in. But then we'll we'll kind of wrap up our our twelve part series. And we thank everybody for listening. It's you can always learn something new. You can always, as I say, like implement like some of these things that have been mentioned. Maybe try this. And once you have this template, you can use it for any holiday. You can use it for any, you know, and the clients will get used to that. Because for most of them, it's like Halloween's over. November 1st, it's Christmas music. So they've already had Christmas music already for six weeks. Sometimes the last thing they want to hear in the salon is more Christmas music. And nothing wrong with playing that, but maybe try to... So with mine, I used to play not Christmas music, but I did more like the nature uh, interlude type thing. So it's more like a calming type thing, still Christmas, but more calming, more more uh, stringed imp- instruments, more, you know, f- or wood instruments or, or you know, flutes, things like that. So it, it would change. It was still there, but it was different than the, you know, the hype kind of stuff, right? Because they want everybody in the stores to buy, buy, buy. You just want them to, you know, relax sort of thing. And same with the phone ringing. Like if you're already booked solid already and you can't take any more people, the, la- the worst thing is having the person at the desk saying, no, sorry, we can't fit you in because they're always, can you fit me in last minute? You know, it'll only take you five minutes. <laughs> it never takes five minutes, but maybe say that. Maybe have it go to the machine. Say happy holidays from our team to yours. We'd love to see you. Somebody will contact you and you get somebody, they call, they get the list. They call everybody that morning. They book them in for the, the new year and you welcome them then. You know, and then they know for next year to have your pre-booking done so they can get in uh, sort of sort of thing. But um, because that adds more stress too, by double mm-hmm. booking, triple booking, trying to get people in last minute, you know, and it's never just a bang trim. And it's never just, it always ends up being way more stuff. Because I had one who booked for, she booked for a bang trim, but she really wanted a full set of highlights. 
and a cut and a blow dry and a, but she knew if she asked for something small that would get her into the chair. So she thought if I, as long as I'm in the chair, I can get more stuff done. I said, no, sorry. This is like, this is my time. And I already have people already booked like months in advance. So it's not fair for me to do that to them when they booked so early and, and you booked like five minutes ago sort of right. thing. You know, you, we try to accommodate as much as we can, but we also have to understand where our boundaries are and to keep with our authentic self. Because too, you don't want to put out those loyal people that did book and that are supporting you, you know, uh, like, so it's just, it's just, you want to keep the harmony and you're looking at keeping the calm and keeping the energy because obviously too, shoving in extra people is going to change your energy. You know, where the other, you know what you have set for the day. A lot of times weeks ahead, you'll say, okay, this is our book, you know, and then at the end of the day, you clear any, any energy. So when people come in, everything is clean, everything is fresh, and you're ready to give people 110%, you know, and, and most clients will appreciate it accordingly as well. <laughs> so you really want to be there to honor them. Can I, can I be a little stickler and actually yep. say, don't accommodate? Yep. So this mm -hmm. sounds really like, ooh, left field. Here she comes in <laughs> with the ball and she's gone. Don't accommodate. Don't accommodate. Don't accommodate. Don't don't accommodate. Stand in your power. Stand in, in stand in the bookings that you've actually made and, mm -hmm. and just and and stand in that and don't accommodate. Don't accommodate mm -hmm. anything, anybody that's actually outside of respecting your boundaries around your yep. booking system booking. for, for mm -hmm. this time. Because Accommodating actually causes you stress and you burnout. It does not. It does not leave you in the best well-being state. And and I will really, very heavily advocate for Christmas this year for the, mm -hmm. the holiday season. Don't accommodate. Just say sorry. I'm sorry. I'm booked out. Yep. Uh, next year, I'm. 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 Mm -hmm. If that you are you're booked out there's no squeezing in like if you're really following the holistic model and you really want to actually take care and give every single person that has booked for you the care and the respect that they deserve in your time that they've actually booked for you this is the holistic model it's like no i'm showing up i've got six mm -hmm. clients today and i'm showing up for them yep. that is what i've committed to and mm -hmm. i'm going to respect what's yeah. in my yeah, because as soon as you double book, you triple book, you know, the, the boss says uh, take them because they want to get as much income as they can before the new year. But then again, the new year is when you need that income coming in. But everybody tries to get done before Christmas. It's not like it's a surprise. It comes every time every year, the same date. <laughs> so people know. But what happens is when you're double and triple book, everybody ends up getting a lot of the assistance doing all the stuff. So, of course, that's why a lot of people book their holiday appointment because they want the service of the, 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 the artist. Where in most salons, if you have several staff and then you have the assistant applying your colors, you have the assistant winding your perms, you have your client rinsing you and all your, doing your blowouts and all the hairstylists is do, only doing cutting. Like a lot of people come because they want you to do all the stuff, apply your color, wind the perm, put in your highlights. They want you to do it. They don't want somebody else to do it. That's why they booked you months ahead, not to now get your assistant because now you're overbooked, right? And and those, they say they're understanding, but some of them may end up going somewhere else because of it. Can I also share that yeah. like um, 
what kind of a holiday do you want when you finished working? Like, I don't know a hairdresser, seriously, that comes, that's come out of Christmas that <laughs> has, like, look forward to enjoying their holiday season with their family. Like, you know, that, that's part of the factor here. Like, it really is. It's It's your holiday season as well. So, like, what kind of energy do you want left over for your family, for your loved ones, for your celebrations? Because that's part of the factor here. It's like if you've got nothing left and you've given everything away to your clients, what's left for you? Like, yeah. again, a holistic model where you are part of the factor here. You are part of the model. Mm -hmm. What you need for your well-being, for your life, for your personal relationships is part of the factor. So you need to look at it and go, do I want to just get home and sleep through Christmas? Like, just don't wake me, don't touch me, don't talk to me. I'm just going to sleep mm -hmm. through Christmas New Year. Yep. Or do you want to actually have that turkey? and yep. enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the holiday time with your family. Mm -hmm. Like These are all part of the ethos that you bring in with the kind of model that you want, whether you're caring for yourself and your team or you're, you're selling them short to the to the last little bit of energy that they've got mm -hmm. so that you can meet your targets for the holiday season and your staff leave there burnt out and exhausted. That is not a holistic model. No, but that's the meme they show like around like social media. You always see the meme, the hairstylist, their hairs, are, their hair is fried. They're lying on the floor. They have a yeah. bottle of wine. They're exhausted. And then people have the, the happy, laughing, funny emoji because it's true. Yes. Not because it's funny. It's because it's true. By the, the end, you're literally, that's what you feel like lying on the floor, ready to pass out because yeah. most people haven't had anything to nourish properly or to be hydrated properly because you're just go, 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 go. And you literally work until your eyes are bugged out so you can't see anymore to get everybody to get everybody done. And and there's some salons that are open till midnight, right? If you work in the malls, they're open till midnight to accommodate all the people. And that's a lot on a, on one person, especially if you're working an 18 or 12, six, so an 18 hour day for some, some of them, because they work on commission, you know, like that sort of thing. Like that meme shouldn't be funny. Like exhaustion's a real thing. Burnout is a real thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's why most people I think quit and they start a new job in the new year because they're yeah. just so like just overdone, you know, from, from that kind of stuff. But we want to leave on a high note, not a, yes, so you know. I mean, let's say so. So we'll go back to Sharon's comment. You know, yeah. As I say, we know now how to keep calm, how to clear the energy, how to because you don't want to end up it just being of a large bottle of wine just for yourself by the time Christmas is done. You want to be able to have that holiday and still have all that energy to still go out and still you know, go to parties and still enjoy that holiday time, whether you decide your salon is closed over the holidays or you're only closed Christmas day and you're open boxing day, make sure that everybody kind of, and say, really appreciate the people that you're serving, really appreciate your staff because as leaders, if you appreciate your staff, your staff and they love the place they work at, they'll, honor your clients and they'll make those clients want to come back because they love working there, right. Or being part of that team or that sort of thing. And that's really what it's about. I mean, they say like, 
um, the reason for the season or it's the time of giving. And that's really what you want to do. You want to give gratitude. You want to give appreciation. You want to, you also want those people to come back. We all, I also used to give them all my clients gifts. So at the front, they could pop a balloon, some kind of prize was inside or an envelope they could pick. And it was either a new service, like an eyebrow wax, come back in January and we'll do this for you. So then that way it gave them a reason to come back because most people after the holidays, usually their cards are maxed. They don't have any money, but you want to continue that relationship and not like, oh, well, we'll see you in the spring. You want to keep that because people always need to get done. You want them to continue. So have ways of appreciation that they can come back. And that's what I always did with my clients. So I, they give to me all year and then I give to them at holiday time. So, and not to say like, here's 10% off. No, let's give them something real and substantial. Like mm -hmm. let's give them an actual service. So a lot of times if they've never had brows done before, they'll end up getting them done once and they'll like it and they'll continue getting them done. So there's another service now that they're getting done. And if you're cross promoting with your hair, with your estheticians, like stuff like that, you have to remember too, we talked about networking before like all that kind of stuff. You want to network so you can kind of work with other businesses or the people within your, um, like if somebody does highlights or somebody or somebody does extensions or somebody does lash extensions or somebody does whatever, you know, it's kind of good to, I've been talking a little bit long. I'm running into our closing uh, you thing. Just, you, just, you just talked us into another podcast, you know that. <laughs> networking <laughs> that's the ne that's the next conversation is like because it's a really 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 important part of what we do and like how do we extend our businesses outside of ourselves but i'm not going to talk about that i just want to i wanted to finish with this if you're going to bring in food and beverages for your clients bring in food and beverages for your team make sure during this time that you are actually supporting and nourishing your team if they're busy make sure that there's food brought in from your local this is part of networking yep. your local cafes or restaurants or whatever and make sure that there's food for your team so that they can stay nourished all day and they can actually stay hydrated all day and you will see the benefits in that and that's mm -hmm. self-care that's really bringing in self-care for your team yeah um priority yeah you know, because that, holiday time or busy time or sorry like a lot of them can't or don't have time to run out but do appreciate if you have a pizza day or if you have a whatever day or bring sandwiches or bring whatever obviously you don't want to bring a lot of junk food because they're going to get buzzed and then they're going to crash but you want stuff that's going to satiate them and you know what i mean and and then they will really appreciate you as well for doing that but it also creates community within your salon as well because everybody kind of gets to eat together or say from this time to this time, we're not going to take any clients. Let's just join together, break bread and, and just like, let's rock it right yeah. during this, this busy season or whatever this day is, but it doesn't always have to be a holiday time. It could be a once a week thing, a once a month thing, you know, stuff that you can kind of do for your, for your, for your staff. And, and two, then you're, they're going to talk, they're going to be advocates for your salon and then they're, they're going to be tell the clients and then the clients are going to be so excited to be there because they know that the people that work there are, are appreciated because most people are underpaid under, under, under appreciated. Right. And then that's all they complain. Their, their clients 
oh, I can't believe I'm, the, you know, clients thinking, well, you, why, why don't you leave then instead of complaining? Because <laughs> you don't want to complain because that's good. That negative energy is going to pass around and stuff as well. So as we kind of wrap up here on part 12 of our 12 part, um, you know, changing the hairstyles from the inside out. Um, yeah. So maybe there'll be a one next week. We'll, we'll put a bonus one on. Um, so you just have to, you know, watch our pages like head ed, you'll have to watch that or the hairstyles empowerment podcast, you know, and then just to keep connected with us. And if we decide to do any more, um, then we'll have potentially a bonus one for you, but you'll have to watch to make sure and kind of see. Um, uh, before we go, um, Mariana, do you have any kind of closing words to wrap up? And if they wanted to go a little bit deeper into the holistic process, do you have some next steps for them? Oh, I've got some delicious next steps. I've got two delicious next steps. One of them is my blueprint uh, mentoring special that I've got going at the moment. I released last week, I released um, part of my, my socials, the director, the artist, the empath and the therapist. And um, in that, what I've actually created is a, um, a four-part series of mentoring one-on-one -on -one with me where we find out which archetype you are and we establish your own blueprint. And that is a special that I'm going to keep to the end of 2023, a really great way. Um, if you get your call in, we can move it to January and you can actually have the special for January, but you've got to get in before the end of 2023 for that special. And that's just go to www.headed.com.au and follow the mentoring links to book your discovery call with me. And the other thing that I've got, which is really, really, really exciting. If you loved this conversation that I've been having with Brad over the last 12 um, episodes, I am teaching and I've created a curriculum for the hairdressing industry that's going to transform you from the inside out and see you come out as a holistic hairdresser at the end of the 12 month modules 12 modules 12 months that I have with Evolve that will certify you to become a transformation hairdresser a transformational hairdresser that will change you and your career for the rest of your life so i have got a um evolve course starting on the 1st of february in 2024 there is still the special available for evolve you need to go to www.headed.com follow the evolve links download the prospectus have a look and see what we've got available in Evolve and what you'll be learning. Book your discovery call with me and get in for Evolve 2024. If you do that also before the end of 2023, you'll receive Evolve for 2024 at a very, very, very special price. So, yeah, that's what I've got available for the end of the coming of this year, which is, oh my God, creeping up on us so fast. Exactly. Now. And what a great Christmas gift to give yourself. <laughs> You're always giving to everyone else, but give you never to give to yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah, need yeah. something that you can, can uh, you know, give to yourself. But if you want something to give to someone else who kind of needs this, send them the 12 parts. 12 is the Hairstyles Empowerment Podcast. And head ed, we put this together. Give them the 12 parts about being coming, uh, uh, you know, a 
a holistic hairstylist. You can find it on the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. You can find it on uh, the Head Ed, I think, I believe the YouTube channel. You can, you know, it's so we have it everywhere. That's a great gift to give somebody to as well. For the person that has everything, they probably don't have this. <laughs> So, and something else that, that we have too, obviously today's episode has been brought to you by Beauty Industry Cruises, powerful education in beautiful destinations. January um, will be in Australia with Mariana. So that's another great gift for you and uh, somebody you want to bring with you. Um, we'll be doing five days in Australia, leaving from Melbourne. Um, then we're going to have a day at sea. Then we're going to have an overnight at Hobart. Um, and then we're going to have another day at sea and then we're back in beautiful Melbourne. And then, so what better way to kind of bring you a friend, a spouse, you know, anybody that's 18 plus is welcome to come. Um, and that's coming January. So registration's closing soon. So if you're thinking about it, kind of get on board and you can go to www.beautyindustrycruises.com. Check it out there. Also in June, we'll be doing the Mediterranean, um, and just kind of go to the website and you'll kind of see what's there and also make sure to follow us um, on uh, Facebook. You can follow at Face uh, Airstylist Empowerment Podcast. Also, Head Ed. You can follow there on uh, Facebook as well. You can also follow on Instagram. Myself at Brad Celebrity Hairstylist and uh, Mary uh, Anna at Head Ed Evolve. And also, you can look at Beauty Interesting Cruises uh, as well on Instagram. We want to say thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, if you have any questions on today's episode or would like to be a guest or have a show idea, um, email me at hairstylesempowermentpodcast at outlook.com, and then we can uh, get stuff set up for the new year because as the busy time is upon us, only if we choose it to be, <laughs> but sometimes too, we make our own schedules and learn, yeah, to make your own schedules and, and to the practices. And maybe we'll have Sharon on saying how her holiday was or holiday season was, because we'd like to know right in and, and uh, like that sort of thing about, um, yeah, maybe, maybe take some of those meditation practices you're kind of doing, bring them into the salon, right? So um, that could that could be an option as well. Um, so just recapping, what is your dance? So know what your dance is. Um, you know, as I say, if you coming late and you don't know what it is, go back to the beginning of this episode and Mariana goes through to tell you uh, how to look and see and experience and you know so what is your dance? I want to say thank you everyone for joining us on this 12 week journey. And we'll see everybody next time. <laughs> so, yep. So we'll get everything ready. Um, I guess I don't want to leave, but we're on our way. We'll see you. <laughs> yeah. So so check and and maybe we'll have a surprise bonus for you uh, next time. <laughs>